welcome. Welcome to Pop That Culture. These countdowns that are constantly so happening. So many countdowns. It's it was very exciting. Builds before, up before the anticipation. Us, they were like fingers flying. Oh, People yes. Were, they were a, dismembered. It's a lot crazy. Of, a lot of math. So much math Whew. to do this show. Yes. Luckily not during. So you yeah. have to Or during. During the show. No story problems for you. But uh, we do have a lot of good stuff today. Mm. Stuff to be excited about. Right. Stuff to be terrified mm -hmm. of. Um, and uh, stuff that makes Joe and I giggle a lot because <laughs> we are five. But five. We will Four see. and a half. I mean, probably. Duh. Yeah, really. I mean, farts are always funny. Yeah. Uh, but we will start with story number one. And story number one got people really excited mm -hmm. because the headline out there was Robert Downey Jr. back as Tony Stark and Iron Man. And then afterwards, people were like, is he though? <laughs> Is that what's actually happening? So an, an announcement came out and was put in um, Deadline.com where there was a quote from somebody at the Saturn Awards where they said, Robert Downey Jr. will be seen in the role of Stark one more time, however, in the Marvel prequel Black Widow in May 2020. But that's a little shady shade vague mm. there, will be seen. So, is he filming new stuff? Because I think this takes place right after Civil War, and obviously before all the Endgame mm. stuff, because they're both dead. She gone, he gone. Yeah. Um, but so people are thinking, are they going to Princess Leia him? Are they going mm. to just, or like, are they going to Natalie Portman him? Mm. Where they're basically just using unused footage from Civil War See. so that it would be the right time period. And that's going to get shoved in there, maybe sort of semi in the background. Right. And then the foreground is, you know, the storyline, obviously, with Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow. I think they're going to do the unused footage. Do you? Because at least they'll be at the right age or closer right, to the right, right age. Right, right, right. Although they do that anti-aging technology. Right. They've used that now. Yeah, the, so. it's oil of Olay. <laughs> yes. They put it on and then they plug a computer into it. Your skin it is so luxurious. Here's, you know what my take is on the whole Black Widow and Iron Man thing? Do it. Skrulls died. It wasn't really them. Really? That's the out. You can bring them back at any time and retcon and go, well, they were Skrulls. Interesting. Uh -huh. But then that takes away the heroics of what they did. No, not if you watch everything in order. <laughs> am, am I right? I don't know. Well, yeah. No, you're always right. No, you no, are no. always right, Joe. I'm always right. No, I, I, think, uh, I think they're really dead, but a lot of people are hoping that they're Skrulls. You know why I know this? Why? Because as soon as I read this story, every single thing that showed up on my feed was, scroll, scroll, was scroll. Iron Man, Black Widow. Right. And then one thing about an actual Black Widow spider. <laughs> like videos of her Which eating. Which I would not watch. And thank God you didn't put that in mm -hmm. any of our uh, prep material. Because I would think about, murder you. You're a male Black Widow spider. Right. You meet a lady at the bar. And you you're come like, home. this is happening. You're I'm like, going to get dude, some female spider booty. Yes. You Uber home. Right. You get the dirty, dirty done. Right. And she eats you. And then you're dead. Yeah. And then you're dead. Oh, yeah. let's pour one out for the male black widows. And the male praying mantises. The same thing. Also, yes. <sighs> Much like in horror movies, don't have sex because you're going to die. Right. Basically is the lesson that we learned in that. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it would be cool if it was new stuff, It was mm -hmm. if it was fresh stuff. But Robert Downey Jr. seemed to be really adamant that this was it. He tied it up in a bow. You know, it was great experience mm. for him, but 10 years, you know, that's enough. Right. And he's done with that. He's character. working on the sequel to Less Than Zero. <laughs> um, One can only right. hope. So. I, uh, but he's supposed to be doing voiceover for the uh, Marvel, what is the show? What If? Is that the show? 
that's coming uh, on Disney+. I did Plus. see that he was going to be doing some sort of... None event. of you guys watch the D23 coverage? Uh, it is what if, so it's all the, uh, the what ifs of yeah. what could possibly happen. So you're going to see a lot of uh, old characters uh -huh. that could possibly be somewhat new characters. That's all I kind of right. get from it. So, I like that. That yeah. sounds cool, though. Yeah, and yes, I did watch a D23. Okay. Oh, I, I, I stayed up for 23 hours straight and watched it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Although cool. that might be a little too much, Corey. Uh, no. Like, I'm impressed, but I'm worried. All hail Disney. That was a lot. <laughs> um, so we'll see what they actually end up doing, but people are just happy that, I guess, in whatever form, they're going to see a little bit more Robert Downey Jr., mm. Tony Stark, Iron Man. Story number two. And this is, I, I've never, you were almost glowing. You were so I proud was. of yourself. I, as a matter of fact, I almost asked if we could lead with this story. <laughs> you know what's um, funny? <laughs> Without even asking you, I almost did. Because I know how much you like mm -hmm. when people pass gas publicly. <laughs> this time, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm not much for the sports ball, but I do know that uh, Antonio Brown, mm. formerly a Pittsburgh Steeler, currently yes. a New England Patriot. In the news a lot lately. A lot. <laughs> and none of it good. Absolutely zero of it is good. Except for this. Well, good for you, but still not good for him because he's being sued. Not for the second part, but for the money. Um, yeah, so Antonio Brown's former doctor... Um, is suing him because he said that Brown owes him $11,000 right. in fees. Maybe he didn't hit his deductible. We don't know. And, Patriots would know, have everything he was except for health care. He only had, you know, $10 million mm. instead right. of 20 or however much right. it takes. He was only driving a 2015 right. Escalade at the time instead of a 2019. But I love that this doctor is so bitter because he's like, well, first of all, he was three hours late mm. and, he, and he made it seem like we were buddy, pal, friends, and we're family, and then he never paid me, mm. and he owes me so much money, but also the world needs to know that Antonio Brown does not control his farts, does not control them at all. Now, let's talk about the semantics here, Sarah. Now, do you really control your farts, or do your farts control you? You gotta be as in control of your farts as you can be in certain situations. Mm -hmm. When we're here with other people, Keep it in. If you're on a hot date, keep that stuff no, in. No, you can't keep it if in. If you're in a small, confined oh. office space with somebody, work to keep that stuff in until you can get somewhere where it is appropriate to okay. release the hounds. Okay. I'll give you everything except for the hot date. Hot dates generate anxiety for men. Anxiety you... sometimes turns into sweat or gas. So then walk to the men's yeah. room. No, no, walk no, away. no. Don't do it next Ladies, to I'm going to let you into to a page from the guy handbook. Oh, man. If, you're, if the guy that you're with holds... You, is this the door trick? Yes. Oh, if he holds the door open for you so you can get in the car and he walks slowly around the back... He gets out He's inside. not chivalrous. He's cropped us yes. until he gets to your door and opens yes. it for you. And he's hoping that if you walk forward... There won't be a breeze that carries anything from his right. travel around the car. And then what happens is that the breeze from the exhaust of the car kind of blows it away. There's a hole. So you can blame the and car. if you're really good, mm -hmm. the second, like if you close the door and you let it go like, at the same exact time, nothing gets heard. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I see how you work there. Yeah. Well, apparently Antonio Brown just does not care. He went to go see this doctor. They were doing a body fat percentage test, which his is like 3% or something <laughs> who, ridiculous. Uh, who do you, for what? To find out that he's got like a, a six None. and a half pack instead <laughs> of a couple a more? 25 pack. <laughs> yeah, no. So he went and he did it. And this doctor is upset 
not only because he didn't get paid, not only because Antonio Brown farted mm. and was not subtle about it, but also because Antonio Brown seemed to think that it was funny and left in the room and kind of at the doctor as it was going on. Would you like to see a video of it? No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. <laughs> Thank God Antonio Brown doesn't travel alone and he's always got somebody with a camera who can film everything as it's going along. Now, wait a minute. So. I don't know one doctor. The doctor should have known by letting this get like, documented why do you on have video. A friend with a, yeah. Well, may, he, maybe he was saying, you know, well, in case there's a malpractice suit, I want to film everything you're doing. And I'll, I'll bet you it wasn't even a phone. It wasn't even his iPhone. What? He was doing like a full ENG rig with like a, <laughs> he had a sound guy and a shoulder cam and a light kit. They were shooting it from like seven different right. angles. It was a there multi-camera. Was a There's a truck yeah. outside with a director. It was, they Spielberg these Right. Parts, is basically what happened. Yes. No. All right. So are you ready? One, two, three, fart. I didn't even get that when you're so lean there. It's pretty freaking low. Because of bodybuilders, and this is uh, pretty freaking low. I gotta stay away. Damn, how bad. Damn, that was shitty. <laughs> I had a lot of fi fiber that day. That was his excuse. He had a lot of fiber. No. Which is true, but I mean, just get it together, buddy. As a doctor, though, yeah. isn't this the stuff you see? And I'm, I'm dead serious. No, I'm sure as a doctor, you have to be used to sometimes, especially if you're a lady and you're at the lady doctor and you're in weird positions, you know, it's kind of like yoga. Like stuff could just come out. I get it. Uh, okay. It's just that he seemed to be taking so much joy in it. Uh-huh. And the, uh, you know, and also the doctor's bitter about the whole situation. So he was like, I'm going to let everybody know what this man does. What if he farted and money came out? Would the doctor be happy? No. I'm just, I'm he just would be asserting. Like, it's raining farts. I'm just asserting that perhaps hearing bodily functions mm -hmm. are a part of being a doctor. You ask people to pee in a cup. If it's accidental, you give the prostate if exam. If it's accidental, or someone's like, "Oops," or, or whatever, or seemed, you know, a little sorry. Well, about Antonio Brown didn't Dutch oven the guy. <laughs> Jeez. So that it was, begs the, the question. That was the next appointment. What can Brown do on you? Oh, you have been waiting. You have been waiting have. so hard for I that. have. Wow. I woke up this morning at about four. And went, what can Brown do on you? Oh, oh my God. Oh. It writes itself. You were so Whoa. excited. Note to self. Hey, Siri, send me a text message. Oh, well, I'm happy for you. And I'm happy for the rest of us that a complete and total asshole is not going to be on Saturday Night Live. So basically, Sarah and I did this part of the podcast last night on the oh, phone. Oh, we were just so relieved Woo, he got fired. Yes. And, you know, here's the thing. Both Sarah and I came up in the radio industry, and if there's anybody that knows how hard it can be to kind of ply your craft in something, mm -hmm. you know, that that you it, it relies on your wit and, and just kind of raw, you know, charisma talent, whatever you want to call it, to do this thing. Wait, when you're doing it's radio us. and a lot of things, you're basically, you're basically improving. Unless mm. you have a specific commercial or something that you have to right. read, you're making crap up every mm. day. But, but, but when you're clawing your to, way to the top that's and... Gonna and 
Right, but that's going to lead to you saying some things that at some point could be a mistake mm -hmm. or bad, or you're going to offend somebody. You're going to get right. a call like, oh, this this client is not happy that you know you did a story where you talked mm -hmm. about cars and you didn't say theirs was the best or whatever. Like you can step in it all the time. I get right. it. Right. But they um, hired, I don't know, it was like three or four new cast members for Saturday Night Live. And uh, one, this cast member was only hired for four days. And mm -hmm. then the people at Saturday Night Live were like, our bad, let's fire him. Um, I'm only going to say his name once, Shane Gillis. And uh, afterwards, I will refer to him as Weasel. Mm -hmm. So... Weasel apparently did a fantastic audition for Saturday right. Night Live. I mean, they said they were really impressed by him, but they uh, felt like idiots because they did, it seems like, zero research on this guy because mm. I feel like it would take a three-second Google on him to have old clips come up or to, I don't know, call anybody who's ever worked with him or any comedy store or venue or whatever. A lot of them have stopped working with him. And then he has this, it's called a... Like the title says, secret podcast, but it's out there and it's gettable. And in it, um, racism, homophobic, misogyny. Mm. I mean, you want it, it's all oh, in chewing, there. Oh, chewing, you know, having a skull in your mouth. A it's part of that podcast, too. Um, actually, uh, Weasel... Has yes. been, he's been banned. There was a, a comedy club in Philly that they after said, his, yeah. they said, we're done with you. They're like, you're so sexist, racist, and homophobic on stage and off stage. Done. Not working with you and anymore. Then I think what really rubbed people the wrong way was he basically said a like an unapologetic apology. Both of his apologies yeah. were the worst. Oh. One, he was like, oh, I'm sorry if I offended anybody. Oh, no, no. I'm a, wasn't it, I'm sorry if you're, oh, if you're offended? offended? Yeah. That's what it is. I'm sorry mm -hmm. if you're offended. So he puts it on the other person like, I'm sorry, you're such a weakling and you couldn't handle my comedy stylings. And then know. he said, and once he'd been fired, you know, I respect SNL's decision, but I was always a mad TV guy anyway. I don't, he's just the worst the whole time. He's basically, he's doing a comedy routine from like 1945, like World War II anti-Asian propaganda. <laughs> like, you know, and don't, you know, it's like, watch out for those yellow people. I mean, that's like... No, I, but seriously. I mean, he's, he's, he's doing like classic, just like, you know, uh, tropes on... On people of color, which to me yes. is like, there's a way to do it in a tongue-in-cheek kind of way where you do walk that line, and even even some of the most uptight people who that type of ridicule is being directed at yeah. will get it. But this, he just no. crossed it and started doing the double dutch and ordered a pizza in to yeah. top it off, <laughs> he, you know? He, it wasn't like he was trying to make a social commentary. Right. He legitimately was just trying to be mean and right. see how many words that no human should say he could get away with, right. basically. And he was like, oh, well, that's what happens when you're a comedian and you try stuff and you're trying mm -hmm. to hone your craft. And, you know, sometimes it's just not the right thing. Or whatever. He is zero sorries for this one. Yeah. He does not feel bad about he, it he sounds all. like He sounds like the old neighbor that's really pissed that property values are going down, <laughs> and he has to find somebody to blame. That's what he sounds like. Oh, the worst. So, regardless, before the season even started, four days after him being hired, Saturday Night Live was like, ooh, our bad, and we are going to be so much better about our vetting process. Well, can I say this? Saturday Night Live, shame on you for taking four days. Yeah, well, yeah. Actually. That clip took, after the press no, release right. came out, the clip was on Twitter in about an hour. Like, yeah. have have you guys not heard of this guy? That's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, do they yeah. have a vetting process? Because it sounds like they've never heard of social media or right. the internet. Because you could have found these things right. immediately. You know what? I'm going to audition for Saturday Night Live. And, <laughs> and my audition will be recreating the Charlottesville incident. Maybe that'll get me a gig on TV. Oh, Joe. You, 
Oh, I'm just oh, gonna, oh, you, oh, nope. I'm just uh, gonna, uh, we're just what? gonna move on from that. Mm -hmm. see, <laughs> see, that's see? see. That's how it happens. That's how it happens when we're okay wow. and then we're not okay. Gosh, everybody's shifting in their seats. Let's move on to someone else who's controversial other than my co-host over here. And that would be former White House press secretary, uh, Sean Spicer, Spicy, who, when he left of his own accord, uh, made it sound like he was hoping that he was going to do on, go on to do you know great things, mm. write a book, do speaking tours, mm -hmm. do some consulting, do things that are very respectable. Right. And right after he left as press secretary, the people at Dancing with the Stars, uh, brrr, hey, do you want to do do this? And at the time, he said no. Two years later, I'm assuming business was a little slow, <laughs> and he was like, what colored neon flouncy shirt would you like me to put right. on? He's like, wait a minute, I can't do book sightings? Oh, because there's no more bookstores. Oh, uh, well, yeah. okay. There's that, and nobody mm. cares what you have to say, so those two things combined means no books for you, <laughs> sir. I didn't realize, so they make, um, because you, you get, I think it's like six weeks before the first episode airs, and then... Um, Nobody gets kicked off on the first episode, and you don't get kicked off until the sec second episode. So you make like $120,000 just for getting that far. Mm. And then the further you go, the more you get paid, the more you get paid, the more you wow. get paid. So even if he gets booted off in next week's episode, because they just had the first one this week, he still banked $120,000 to wow. make an ass out of himself on TV. <laughs> now, um, if you are not a middle-aged white lady, you may not have watched the first episode. So... <laughs> We have a clip of it for you, so you can see all this sexiness in motion. Here is Spicy doing to a Spice Girls hit a dance on Dancing with the Stars. With his partner Lindsay, it's Sean Spicer. <laughs> Watch the fart clip again. <laughs> you know what? Uh, can we just? Can we just? Somebody, can you can that fart? Like no, oh, I'll record the audio the and put it in the clip? Sean Spicer clip. Yes. And you know when boom. they rehearse that that happens so many times. Oh, it's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. <laughs> oh, that was that was amazing. Now something else that I enjoyed watching was a clip of Sean Penn, another Sean. Sean Penn was on with Jimmy Kimmel, and generally he's considered a person who does not have a sense of humor at all, but particularly about himself. I, but I don't know if in his old age he's starting to have a sense mm. of humor about himself, but right. somehow he seems to be, because one of the main bits that they do on Jimmy Kimmel is mean tweets, where mm -hmm. they have celebrities read mean tweets about themselves and yeah. kind of joke about it and be good sports. And they usually have this little area backstage where they have him do it. And Sean Penn was like, 
I feel weird. It feels like taking a selfie when I'm by myself reading tweets about myself backstage. And he's like, so I would like to do it in front of the audience, please. <laughs> and he had not seen any of these tweets. They hand, the producers picked him out for him and just gave him the piece of paper. So here is Sean Penn actually being cute and having a good sense of humor about himself. You're right, this is a more fun way. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be tough for these people, I'm sure, to come up with anything, because I'm so universally liked. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's find out. Right, do, I, do I say who it's from? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, so this is from at just... Uh-huh. Why does Sean Penn look like a gigantic turd that got run over by 1,500 semis and then backed into a tar road on a boiling hot July afternoon. <laughs> very, very detailed. <laughs> okay, and then uh, uh, it's okay, and then this next one says, uh, Sean Penn's just mad that he looks like the inside of a banana skin. <laughs> but you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> um, and then Kevin S says, Oh, he's the worst. Was he on House of Cards? Sean <laughs> 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 Penn seems like the kind of guy who would delete an Instagram if he didn't get enough likes. <laughs> no way you're on Instagram, right? Are I just you... got rid of email. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have uh, let's see. Uh, Sean Penn seems like he'd stab me for no reason. That's true. Uh huh. And... <laughs> and then immaculately stitch my wounds while telling me about his time in Haiti. Oh! <laughs> I think that might have been a compliment. <laughs> uh, Sean, oh, th this is interesting grammatically. Uh, <laughs> Sean Penn, you rude. <laughs> Dumb rude and full of farts. You stanky Sean, real-time stanker. <laughs> well, that's, I'm gonna have the credit, whoever. Mr. Reed 212. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jimmy Kimmel, and I am not allowed to eat this cookie until you click the subscribe button. So please click now. I'm hungry. Subscribe to Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we didn't mean to leave that in, but you know, mistakes. Um, <laughs> so he had a good sense of humor about basically mean tweets are like roasting yourself right, on right. stage. But. And I didn't realize this. Comedy Central is still doing roasts. There have been so many, like, yeah. between clips of roasts on my feed yeah. and actually it being on Comedy Central. <laughs> I'm just like, holy right. roasts. So the latest roast that Comedy Central did was for Alec Baldwin. And let me just say, his daughter, Ireland, she, let's say, one of her jokes, I'm here to talk to you, Dad, finally without a court-appointed social worker. Whoa! Oh my God! And then what's another one? Oh, she said a lot of people only know my dad as an angry guy, but he's more than that—some lunatic who loses his temper. He also loses Emmys and Oscars and <laughs> custody of his firstborn child. Oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> so it was like that the whole time. Right. But the other thing about roasts—and this is very traditional of all roasts from you know back in the fifties mm. with like Dino and Frank Sinatra. What the Don Rickles was on every single one. <laughs> yes. But that if you go to be one of the roasters of the main roastee, then you're also up for being roasted. 
So anybody can talk crap about anybody else who's gone up on stage to say jokes. So one of the people who I don't know why he was chosen to be one of the roasters that got up there was Blake Griffin. And he not only took aim at Alec Baldwin, but also had a lot of jokes for another one of the people who was there on the dais, which was Caitlyn Jenner. Hmm. And Blake, I don't know who, I don't know if he wrote them himself, I don't know who wrote them for him, but Blake Griffin was on fire. Finally confirming that no one in that family wants a white dick. She was coming after me there for a second. <laughs> um, Caitlin's pussy is so young. Alec just called her a rude, thoughtless little pig. Look, look, for real, I, I know we're all here making fun of Caitlyn, but honestly, I want to take this moment to publicly thank you. Uh, as an athlete, I want to thank you for your bravery. Um, and as a, as a human, I want to thank you for the doors you've opened. And on behalf of the entire NBA and half of the rappers on the Billboard charts, I want to thank you for giving your daughters their daddy issues. Well, so in these last two clips, we have we have Spicoli looking like Lyle Lovett and right. Robert De Niro looking like Mr. Magoo. It's like, what happened? Age happens. <laughs> now listen, if this last thing stressed you out, maybe you could have used an emotional support right? clown. Oh boy, with the emotional support animals on airplanes and the emotional support animals everywhere, there was a man in New Zealand who got a memo that he needed to come to a meeting and he kind of got the feeling that it, they were going to terminate and they were going to mm, let him go. Right. So he called up this service, which I believe is usually used for children, like for <laughs> legitimate purposes if they're sad or scared about something that they have mm -hmm. to do. And he hired a guy for 200 bucks an hour to come in and be his emotional support clown for this meeting. If we can show the next slide, please, you can see them in their, oh, it's really blurry, sorry, in their meeting. This is where this gentleman is actually being fired and has to sign termination papers. But he had his emotional support clown there, so he not only right. left with his uh, termination papers, but also I think it was um, a poodle, and I don't think he did a bicycle, but he like made balloon animals during the termination I, meeting. Because that's know. what he was he made to do. He doesn't have any makeup on his face. That's true, he's kind he of is, a Is he really clown. a clown? That's is he just question. kind of like this, you know, a, a colorful individual? <laughs> I mean, really, if, you know, if you're going to hire an emotional support clown, you need to have Violent J or Shaggy 2 Dope there. Nothing but ICP is going I to know. cut it, right? Whenever we bring up clowns, yes. that's, that's all that you can the think The Juggalos, of. they don't get enough respect, I'm just now, telling you. Now, in other clown news, and very appropriate for Halloween time. Are, are you setting up a spinoff for our podcast? <laughs> yes. I didn't realize that there was a, a name of a brand of donuts, a company called Hertz Donut. Mm, yes. Which, you know, good pun. 
but they now, and they're not in every state, so you can only do it in the states where they actually have locations, but you can send donuts to a friend, and the person who will deliver the Hertz Donut Donuts is a terrifying clown. Yeah. This is just bad ideas all over the place. Yeah, you that know. That needs to not show up at anybody's office. I, I, I like to think that I could, I could handle this, but I really probably would be very uncomfortable if this clown literally yes! showed up with some donuts. I'm not a huge, like, I'm not that bad about clowns. They don't really scare me, but if right. that crap showed up and started getting in my face about the, the donuts, right. I could not handle and it. And when is this whole fascination with disturbing and creepy clowns going to end? No. Have, have, haven't their 15 minutes ended? No. I mean, why can't haven't. we move to have a have a creepy doll deliver <laughs> donuts to your office? Like one of those porcelain dolls oh, from the 1920s. Oh, God, that would be terrible, too. Uh. Now, something that I can get on board with, I absolutely love this. There's this couple <laughs> who, the wife is a professional photographer, but she's also very into gardening. Mm. And they happen to have a bumper crop of zucchinis, one of which was over five pounds and so she thought since it's the size of a newborn baby well it's a small for a newborn I mean yes. five pounds I mean they're gonna have to keep that zucchini in an incubator She's like let's do a maternity shoot <laughs> with the two of us and our five pound six ounce zucchini so they did they even did the photo with each of the parents hand Holding oh the, yeah, the head of oh. the the newborn baby. Yeah, we have that one. You know, just you know, the thing oh, is, oh, it's so sweet. The, you got to watch out for the soft spot. <laughs> Be do. careful with the soft spot of the zucchini when you do that. <laughs> what I love you know? is that not only did everybody have a fantastic sense of humor online, because I think they put it on Reddit, mm. but then the couple felt completely free to say, "And we ate our baby too." Yes, we went 100 percent. Not just our, the placenta. We ate we the turned, baby. <laughs> we turned our baby zucchini bread and <laughs> our baby was delicious so you're welcome mm. well, i mean that's a good looking zucchini isn't zucchini yeah. bread kind of a waste i mean wouldn't you that's true i, I would say like a, a a light angel hair pasta with <laughs> olive oil would be lovely now here's the deal we're hmm. gonna get out of here we're done for the day but it's possibly christmas for joe right now because somebody off camera brought him mm -hmm. coffee and if you would mm -hmm. like to come on camera as we say goodbye, that's the end of oh, yes. culture. But that's the beginning yes. of Joe. Thank you, Alana. When a, when a lovely a lady <laughs> brings you Starbucks, that's a midlife crisis happening. That's a good-ass show if you mm. can end it with Joe finally getting caffeine. So thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye.